absolutely necessary. It's absolutely necessary with Jackson and Logan and no one else but Dan. Alright guys, uh, welcome to Absolutely Necessary. A little shorthanded today, Jacob and Joe are on the road. It is spring break for the boys. Yes. But uh, me and Jackson are still here to give you, uh, you know, that content that you desire and crave. Uh, this is my first time back in almost a week. Um, I was sick last week. None of you wished me well. I'm very happy. I wish you fact. well. But it's okay. I'm I definitely here. wish you I'm well. I'm still alive. You did. I'm talking to the fans. Oh. I'm hurt. I'm not actually hurt fans. But, uh... <laughs> <laughs> no, he, he's hurt. He's pretty hurt. <laughs> Dan is here. He will be in and out of uh, recording with us today. Getting ready to go to Chicago! Home of the Cubs. Which just so happens to be my favorite baseball team. And, and then some other teams that shall we name nameless. Because they are... Not exactly the best. The Bulls. The 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 White Sox. Um anyway, Jackson, you excited for spring break? No, absolutely. I've been looking forward for this day this entire semester. It's been our first real break. It's been our light at the end of the tunnel. True. So five days, going home to the family a little bit. Get some I relaxation, yeah. I'm going to a cabin. So Yes. There's that. Ain't that cool. It's pretty dope. Alright, there is some stuff going on in sports. There always is. The sports world doesn't stop, ever. So I figured today, uh, we're shorthanded, we've both just dealt with some midterms and stuff. Let's just go around. Let's just see what's in the news. We'll talk about it. Um, first story we're going to talk about, the Bucks reached a deal with uh, Donovan Smith, their left tackle. Three years, $41.25 million, 27 of it guaranteed. Wow. Good good answer. <laughs> no, that's insane. No, that's no like, that's, that's a good deal for him. He's a left tackle that's been... There go my keys. Um, he's a left tackle that has remained healthy throughout his career. He started 64 consecutive games, which is tied for the second most by any left tackle, behind Jake Matthews of the Atlanta Falcons. So, that's something. Yeah, absolutely. Like, I think he's a good fit. Them right now and solidifying that core. I want to see what the Bucks are going to do. I I don't exactly know um, yet. So True. that's interesting. Speaking of Tampa Bay, let's stay in Tampa Bay. The Tampa Bay's XS, XFL franchise, which I don't know the name of, has hired a coach and general manager, a oh. former NFL coach. Interesting. Uh, would you like to take take a guess who Jackson? Josh McDaniels. Wrong. Former. Oh, former. Um, former head coach. Brad Childress? Uh, I'll give you a hint. He came to the NFL from the CFL. Shoot, I know this guy. I know, like, we talked about him on the show already. I don't know. Actually, I don't know if we have, but... What's his name? Mark Tressman. Oh! The old Bears coach. Bear coach, yeah. Mm-hmm. So he is now the fourth hired coach in the XFL, joining Bob Stoops, Jim Zorn, and Pep Hamilton. Dang. So I guess the XFL is real for real. Yeah, I guess so. I uh, need some good coaching over there. All right. 
Um, well, I mean, I'm not sure. Looking at the headlines, we've seen some uh, Antonio Brown rumors recently True. about a potential fit for him. So let's dive a little deeper into that. Mm-hmm. Um, names I've seen mentioned have been the Raiders predominantly. The Washington football team was mentioned um, as well. The Tennessee Titans. Um, I've seen the Broncos in there. Um, I did, yeah. I think the oh the Cardinals are the other team I saw. Um, so let's focus on those teams. Uh, which team do you think is the best fit for Antonio Brown? Jeez, I. The thing about this that aggravates me, and a lot of analysts have already touched on this a little bit, but honestly, there's no better fit for him than the Steelers. And here's why. Because of the fact that the way that Antonio wants to go, he wants a big contract, he wants to go win, but there's no team that's willing to give him a big contract that's in contention right now. The only people that are interested in him are teams that are out of contention. Cardinals. Uh, Jaguars, I've heard. Broncos are mediocre right now. They're always looking for improvement, but right now they're not at Super Bowl contention. We know, but hey! No, it's, <laughs> I'm just saying. The Titans are a team. Yeah. Why wouldn't he fit in the tit- with the Titans? He needs a quarterback who can put the ball in the right place at the right time, always. And that's what Ben Roethlisberger's been able to do. That's why he's been so successful, is that he has had an always a great quarterback. Larry Fitzgerald touched on this in one of his statements this week. Um, on Instagram, he was saying that um, Antonio Brown should really count his blessings because some receivers would give anything to have a good quarterback like Ben Roethlisberger on their side. Heck, Larry Fitzgerald, the only elite quarterback he's had has been Kurt Warner in his season. Antonio Brown's played with Ben Roethlisberger his entire career. 10,000 yards worth. So... For me, it's it seems like Antonio Brown, it's going to be hard for him to find a team that he can meld with, yep. with his ego and his his demands, quite frankly. Um, I agree, and I think personally that Antonio Brown is a hard fit into a locker room. True, yeah. Um, that's why I don't want him on the Broncos, personally, is I don't think he'll go well in that locker room, especially sure. with Emmanuel Sanders, who they have decided to keep. Oh, um, there was some tensions there. Um, they had a little Twitter feud oh, earlier this right. off season, so you got to take that into account. Oh, for Plus, sure. I don't think the Broncos would move for him. I don't think Antonio particularly wants to move there. Um, when I look at locations, everything just comes back to the Raiders for me. Um, mm-hmm. I read a tweet this weekend, and I can't remember who it was from, but it said that they were interviewing like some NFL scout or insider. And they said that John Gruden has the worst poker face in football. And I think that's definitely fair. Like, I think you can get a good idea of what he likes and what he's doing. And Antonio Brown just seems like a good fit there. And hes I don't think he's going to be able to hide that interest. But I think the Raiders are the team desperate enough to um, oh, for pay sure. for him. Pay more than anyone else. Definitely. And... I'm going to stand by this fact. John Gruden will not live out his 10-year contract with the Raiders. And he... If anyone could screw up three first-round draft picks, it would be John Gruden. <laughs> I mean, I Don't think they have to... Just by the pure depth in this class, they have to hit on one of them. Have to. You, I mean, you've got to at if, least... If they don't... But you can't only fit on one. I get what you're saying. Yeah. Uh, let's talk about the Combine. 
Because the combine. Let's talk about that. Did Let's you, do how, it. How how well did you follow the combine? I followed it pretty well. I, and the place where I got most of my info was Instagram. Okay. And I think that there's a lot there that um is very very well. It's good to know. And the person I was most impressed with, DK Metcalf. Oh my gosh. My man jumps higher than Julio Jones, runs faster than Brandon Cooks, and reps out more bench press than Khalil Mack. At the combine, I'm I am not a guy to jump to conclusions with these kinds of players coming out of college seeing only a combine, but impressive stats by the man who came back from a neck injury that could have ended his entire career. And you saw that Instagram photo. Like, that dude's a freak of nature. He is an absolute unit. <laughs> absolute unit. Like, I... He definitely improved his draft stock immensely. I think that he'll go top ten probably if, if the team's desperate enough for wide receiver. I mean... To be 6'3", 228, do, what, 27 bench press 27. reps, which is more than some O-linemen and D-linemen, uh-huh. the guys you expect to do 27, run a 4-3-3 and have that vert. I want to see him do better in his agility drills. He did say he'd work out at his uh, pro day for the Ole Miss pro day, sure. and I'd like to see some improvement there, but easily he moved his way up in my mock draft, which I'll work on and uh, adjust over our... Uh, over our hiatus, mm-hmm. um, he was one. He was definitely one of the players that stood out the most to me. Um, if I learned anything, it's just that this this entire class is full of some absolute freaks. Quinnen Williams running that fast is that big of a dude, you know? Yeah. Insane, absolutely insane. Uh, DJ White from. Uh, LSU, I don't know why I blanked on it. Or Devin White, not DJ White. Yeah. Devin White. Insane. Both those linebackers with him and Bush from um, Michigan just really stood out and impressed me. Um, this is where you see probably the most movement in uh, mock drafts, in my opinion. At mm-hmm. least that I'd say that for me. Sure. As you see how uh, people's... Uh, stock changes based on workouts who had a good pro day or not. I mean, that happens every year. Uh, one of the biggest stories coming out of this weekend was Kyler Murray. Who <sighs> is now be starting to be more and more viewed as a unanimous first round pick. Or a first overall pick, excuse me, to the Arizona Cardinals who, as we on this show are obligated to note, have Jackson's favorite football player of all time, Josh Rosen. <laughs> okay, he's not my favorite player of all time. I just have... Honestly, this could not be a better situation for Josh Rosen. Hear me out. The okay. Cardinals. Getting Cliff Kingsbury. I looked at this the entire wrong way whenever I was getting mad with with um, Cliff and trying to trade... I mean, trying to draft Kyler Murray because of the fact that organization... Is a crap show of a team. Oh, they're they're the management needs to be reevaluated. The team is definitely in a rebuilding phase, especially since Larry Fitzgerald is probably going to retire after this season. That's my guess. They, especially if they if they don't make the playoffs. What a waste of a career. And he's going to be a Hall of Famer, first ballot, 
one of the best wide receivers in postseason history, in my opinion. Mm-hmm. Um, that he's gonna retire. The defense is in shambles. The offensive line can't hold a corkscrew, and <laughs> quite frankly, the quarterback play was not was not good last year. Got Josh Rosen, but I don't want to blame it on Josh Rosen, not because I'm biased, just because of the fact that it's a team sport. Um, but it's not going to improve with Kyler Murray. And if they bring in Kyler Murray, like they're saying, with number one overall pick, a quarterback in a very quarterback weak class, for a guy who hasn't even didn't even decide to dedicate himself to football until like two weeks ago, they're going to draft him. They're going to trade Josh Rosen. And Josh Rosen's going to go into a better place, quite frankly. And what I've been hearing is that they're going to trade him to the... Not Jaguars. Um, Giants. Was it Giants? Washington. Shoot. You know, the football team that plays in the D.C. area. Yeah, uh-huh. Could be them. Shoot, I, I saved it. But he there were trade rumors that he was going to be traded for a third-round pick to a team. If he's getting traded for a third-round pick, I'd want the Broncos to sweep that up. If you're trading him for a third-round pick... That's a dude that you drafted at 11 and got crushed behind one of the worst O-lines in football last year. Like, no, absolutely. Here's the thing. Kyler Murray, I think, is a good NFL player. Or he's going to be a good NFL player. He projects well, in my opinion. Mm-hmm. But this switch for me is essentially just getting a shorter, faster guy who will be more likely to run away from the countless defenders that are breaking through that offensive line. True. That's how I view it. Okay. They have bigger problems to fix than a position that you just addressed this last year mm-hmm. in the draft. And then you're gonna buy, you're gonna trade low on a guy after one season. He has no value now if you want Kyler because you you killed it because you openly said I want Kyler if that's the case. That's the problem for me. I think the Cardinals have misplayed their hand. I think they if they wanted Kyler Murray, they should have definitely played those cards a little closer to the chest. Though it is, in today's age, it is hard to try to keep things quiet like that for long. Yeah. Though we will, every year we see different stories and surprises added up to the draft that don't happen. Um, the betters odds say it, and I agree. It's just as likely that come draft time, Nick Bosa goes number one. Bosa is my consensus number one player in this class. As... I agree with you. And if he falls to the 49ers, the Niners are getting an absolute steal at two. Which is usually hard to say. You don't really say steal at two, but they're definitely getting a steal at two. Um, Yeah, it is the Washington football team for Josh Rosen. See, the the Giants and that team that we mentioned are probably the best fits for him. Um, I can see Rosen... Getting playing time Rosen in Beckham? New York. Yeah. I can see him getting Disgusting. time. Um, obviously, while Alex Smith recovers, and then he can get time to sit behind him if he needs to. Um, Jay Gruden's also a very good coach. Uh, I think Jay Gruden would be able to work with him like he worked with quarterbacks such as Kirk Cousins and develop Rosen into something special, better than he could have been in Arizona. Um, if you're the Giants, who would you rather have? Uh, Dwayne Haskins or Josh Rosen? Ooh. 
I would say I would say Josh Rosen right now. Um, especially coming this upcoming draft, if you have a top five, top ten pick like the Giants have, I think that what your main concern would be for an O-line spot, protecting your quarterback um, so that you can get a solid interior lineman to um, take care of your quarterback, whoever mm-hmm. it may be. Um, so for me, if you are the Giants and you want a quarterback for the future, I would try to invest myself into Josh Rosen. He's still on his rookie contract. He's not. He's a high, a low risk, high reward right. type of situation. Um, you might be missing out on Haskins. I really like him, but for me, if you want to succeed as a team, it starts a little bit more than just quarterback. You need to protect your quarterback, and that's what the Cardinals did wrong. I think, in my opinion, they didn't go get. Offensive lineman to help Josh. I just I can't name or one, David Johnson. I can't name one piece of the offensive line on that team that's good. I can Giants. name GJ Humphreys for the Cardinals. Oh, the Cardinals, yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. Um, but I I mean he isn't that good, and they had a lot of injury issues this year, especially with like Mikey Upati. Oh um, the Giants at least have Nate Sol or Nate Solder, who's been a decent piece. Yep. I mean um, Saquon Barkley, Will Hernandez, who was a underrated offensive lineman in his first season, their second round pick last year. They have pieces in place, and they can go get a guy in free agency this year. Uh, Jonah Williams would be a good fit for them. Uh, I'm dropping a little bit on him. He just didn't do enough to impress me at the combine, but he obviously has his pro day. Um, some teams also are projecting him more as an inside guy, maybe a guard, which might hurt his value a little bit with where he goes, but obviously with Quentin Nelson last year, we've seen that guards can have success when they go high, though Quentin Nelson was his own animal. That guy is insane. Um, to keep talking about the uh, combine, one of the players that stood out to me the most and has been a player I've had on the rise and one of my favorite players in this draft Montez Sweat. Mm. Did you see how fast that dude ran? No, yeah, he uh, booked it. He was like a 4-3. As an outside edge rusher, dude, he ran faster than running backs and receivers. And he did shoots. What is up? Boing. What? Uh, what? Okay. Whoa. <laughs> um, you know what? Let's ask Dan uh, something. Dan, you're a Panthers fan. Correct. What do you want to see the Panthers address this offseason? As a fan. As a fan, winnings. Yeah. <laughs> you want them to win more. I, I do. I mean, we all want our teams to win more. Indeed. That's fair. Um, Position-wise, though, like, what do you think they need the most? I would say I would go to the defense, linebacker, okay. and rusher. All right. Uh, and then, of course, you have to have Newton healthy. He's not healthy. And they're just going to be bad again, so... I would go with defense first. The, the uh, Panthers are picking in the middle of the draft. Originally a place I had Sweat going, but, dude, Montez Sweat shot up my board. Shot up. He's probably top ten now. I might have to drop uh, Clellan Farrell a little bit. Not due to anything that Farrell did himself, but just to how absolutely insane um, Sweat performed. Farrell made an odd decision, though. Uh, he didn't run for teams at the Combine. Mm. And he really only did strength, jumping, agility drills. And he didn't do very well in his agility drills. Yeah, I heard about that. Which 
is concerning something. Um, does it concern you when players don't perform at the combine? Like Kyler didn't throw at the combine. See, that concerns me. Because that brings to me, if I'm a general manager of a team trying to bring mm -hmm. players into my organization, I'm trying to have teams or, or players that are open to either show their best effort or show what, like, concerns that they have. Right. So I'm, I'm thinking, like, Kyler, I'm not sure what his intentions are, but... I think he was either thinking, one, I'm too good for these, and I have nothing to prove to these scouts, which doesn't give me a good sign, mm -hmm. or two, he's afraid that he's not going to perform as well as other people, which is also a concern for me. So, looking at Kyler, again, Kyler, you're not running. We addressed this in the last podcast. You're not going to do anything in the combine. Fine. The Cardinals are still probably going to get you, because Cliff Kingsbury is going to draft you, but... You, if that's not a conventional way to do it, man, and that's going to probably hurt you the most in this situation. If the Cardinals don't take you, I don't see anyone else taking you at this point. Um, it's hard to say, but I truly, I didn't really identify any big losers in the combine this year for players. No, it was very. There's players yeah. who I think moved down a little and up a little, but there's nobody who really had that big fall for me, which. I like to see. I think this class is deep, especially on defense, which has been said before and will be said again. That is the uh, that is the story when you talk about this class. It's going to be defenses and then those top guys at the top, like uh, Kyler and Haskins and Metcalf. Yeah, it yeah it was very very subtle if there were any indiscrepancies with players, but. No, I was very impressed with this class, especially the wide receivers, man. They're mm -hmm. speed, especially Paris Campbell. Yep, Ohio State four, guy. Four point four two nine. Did he post for a run? Um. Or was it three one? Uh, four three one. He he was very fast. I, he it was, was fast. in the four threes, I believe. Right. And I I think so. Players were calling him out, like saying, like, "Hey, Paris, we got a spot for you open on the team." <laughs> like, I'm very excited with. I've never heard of Paris Campbell, but. I'm excited to see what he can do because Paris Campbell speed. was a guy who I had some concerns about. Liked him as an athlete, but I had some like hands concerns, things like that. But sure, yeah. Uh, he definite his workout will definitely raise his draft stock a bit. Let's pivot to the NBA. Um, I don't know if you've heard recently, but the Lakers are struggling. <laughs> A little. Just a bit. Um, ESPN writer Ramona Shelburne just came out with an article saying LeBron's first season in L.A. has become a disaster. Do you agree? I think it's been very, very toxic in the way that they, they're just scrambling to please LeBron. And LeBron's getting frustrated with it because not everything's going his way. Cleveland was a different story for him. He owned that town. People adored him. He was the king. He was the king of Cleveland. Now you go to the Lakers, who was a much more sophisticated organization, operated by Magic Johnson. Um, though it's very, very attractive for players to come there, it's you're not going to get what you want, LeBron. Like you're not the coach anymore, and like he's realizing this now. Mm -hmm. And there's there's going to be. 
um, pushbacks by that, him not being able to get AD in free in free agency trade. Sorry, not going to trade, trade for AD. Yeah. yeah, not being able to have Lonzo Ball on the court with him, building up that chemistry that they were hoping. Like just all those things, and just the young players getting injured and not being able to just be cohesive with LeBron is definitely hurting them. And I think that's the ultimate reason that LeBron isn't taking the time to. He's trying to put too much on his shoulders, like he did in Cleveland, but you can't do that in the West. There's too many powerhouse teams that are going to take advantage of only one player, and they're going to structure their team around that one player that's doing that. And they're going to stop them. And that's what the Suns did. And that's what all these sucky teams are doing. They're finding a way to just shut down LeBron. And that's how you win the game. So, yeah, that's, right. how, that's the ultimate struggle for the Lakers. Um, they have to find individuality. I definitely agree with you. Yeah. Um, I think the Lakers have a serious issue with cohesiveness. I don't think this team is together. Um, I think it's really difficult to get a feel on who they are, really outside of LeBron and Kuzma. Oh, for sure. Um, I think people make a big fuss about nothing on certain defensive lapses that LeBron has that really, if you watch, just about every player has defensive lapses like that. It's just that we pick and choose LeBron's because we want to make the whole either the GOAT argument or you want to hate on him. But this team's issues go management deep. Um, Ownership deep, there's some issues there with how that team is run, in my opinion. I didn't agree with their decision to just get veterans behind LeBron this offseason. But I, I saw that that's kind of really what they had left after getting LeBron. Yeah. Um, I didn't agree with their decision to stand really stand pat for the most part and not make a move during the trade deadline. Um, I'm happy they didn't get swindled by the Pelicans. But they should have made moves to get a couple of bench players, at a guy on the buyout market potentially. Um, they just stood pat and they didn't really do anything. Mm-hmm. No, um, no they gave away Avika Zuba. Um, essentially, who's a decent young piece. Like, you're just giving guys away? I, that really bothered me. I don't think they're going to make the playoffs anymore. I don't want to bet against LeBron, but I can't... you you got to face the facts at some point. And I'm looking at him, and LA hasn't played good. They're horrendous on defense. Absolutely horrendous. They're currently 30-34, and 34, about five and a half games back from the eight seed, which is held by the Spurs. Yeah. If they're playing the way they are now, I don't see them catching anyone. They're two and a half games behind the nine seed and the Kings. The Kings! The Kings! <laughs> who I know are, are very good and improved, but still, you're LeBron James. You should be better than the Sacramento Kings. You know what I'm saying? Yeah, for sure. Right now, it's a failure. I don't want to call it that because I have immense respect for LeBron, and I think that Brandon Ingram and Kyle Kuzma have made significant strides to play better. Um, I think Lonzo Ball is a solid player. I don't think he's that guy. You don't build your franchise around him, but he's a fantastic defensive player. He's a great distributor. He's a good fit in this Lakers organization. 
They just don't have enough. They need more. They need they need a Robin. I think certain teams don't need big threes. Would you agree with that? No. I think that... Big threes and big fours? I don't think that every team needs that. No. Um, LeBron is a player I don't think needs a big three. I don't think that he needed Chris Bosh to win two championships in Miami. It helped, but I'd rather have two solid guys than a Chris Bosh there. LeBron needs another D-Wade here. LeBron needs so. a Robin to his Batman, and whether they trade for that or find it, they, I think they need to find a fast. They need him. to find a Robin for him. Because Kuzma is very impressive. Brandon Ingram's very good. Lonzo Ball's solid. But they're not Robins. You know what I mean? Yeah, for sure. Dan, you're back. What do you think about LeBron James? Uh, wow, this is a deep question. <laughs> Um, I'm going to go with that since I'm not much of a basketball fan. Yeah, I don't know. <laughs> All right, good job. Just, I really just, had to lead you guys up into that. All right, yeah, thank you. We appreciate it. <laughs> Let's talk about other struggling iconic franchises in basketball. The Boston Celtics, who are Ooh. starting to make me angry. Yep. Three and seven in their last ten. Horrendous losses. The team isn't together, and I'm not gonna lie here. I'm upset. I'm upset. I. This team is supposed to be better than this, and I'm really frustrated by the fact that we've just decided to fall apart. And I apologize for putting the wheeze in there because I am not a Boston Celtic, as much as I'd like to be, and they'd be lucky to have me. But That's true. Mm, I'm very upset. What do you think about Boston? Boston, let's get one thing straight here. If you had any chance in getting Anthony Davis in this offseason, you need to step it up. Kyrie cannot carry your team. Kyrie is not a player you can... He's clutch, but he's not LeBron. Kyrie needs a LeBron. LeBron needs a Kyrie. That's what I've been seeing. So what with you're proposing this is Kyrie to the Lakers. No. So Robin needs his Batman, and Batman needs his Robin. Exactly. Like you just said what? Exactly. See, I mean. So, with Kyrie, sure they have a great team with Tatum. They have Horford. They have a struggling Hayward, but he's in a player with enormous potential. They need, with the talent that they have on that team, they need to step it up, especially if they want to even contend. For the East, because at this point, I'm not even sure that they're going to get the East. The five seed right now, they're ten games behind. They're behind the, the Bucks. They're behind the Bucks, Raptors. Who are the only team that is close to playoff berth? Interestingly enough, they've so earned far. it. Mm-hmm. They definitely have. Um, but no, they need to great. make some moves. They need to make them quick because Kyrie's getting frustrated, and when Kyrie's frustrated, that is not good, especially with this upcoming free agency. Is Kyrie a Batman? No. To me, he's right. not Batman. What is Kyrie Irving's superhero comparison? <laughs> Uncle Drew is not a superhero. But... For me... Who is Kyrie Irving? Kyrie Irving. He's not like a headliner. Like, he's not your Superman... Kyrie's more of like a Flash. Okay. Where he he can take care of himself, and he's pretty overpowered. 
but he needs a distraction or else people can zone in on him and actually find out his weaknesses. And that's what's happened in Boston, I think. That people have found out, oh, you contend with him here. Make him the assist man. His, player, his other teammates aren't making plays for him. So if we just stop Kyrie from getting hot, then we win. I love this non-serious tunnel that we might be able to go down now. <laughs> do you want to do superhero sports comparisons? I would love to do that. That's a great idea. Okay. Let's take some DC superheroes real fast. Okay. Is Okay, so who's Superman? Is LeBron Superman? No. I would say LeBron's Shazam. <laughs> what? So he's a little kid inside a grown man's body? No, he's a little kid on the court when he's mad. No, no, no. When he's not mad, he's a little kid. If you see him in practices, like, he's super, like, carefree and stuff. But when he's in game day, he says, Shazam! And the whole team quakes in fear because LeBron is on beast mode. I mean, LeBron's the best player in the world. You got, I think you got to give LeBron Superman. Fine. That's but my Shazam opinion. is arguably better than Superman. I love no, the no, sh- no, I love the Shazam. We're going to be The rewrap. What? English, English, Dan. <laughs> We're going to go back to a nine, uh, the 90s. Michael Jordan. Okay, Michael Jordan was a Superman. Michael Jordan was... Shaq was also a Superman. Okay, no, no. He made Michael Jordan, Superman. Michael Jordan was Superman. LeBron James is Shazam. Like, Superman's just better than Shazam. Uh, okay. And LeBron is the second best player of all some, time. Some say Shaq is Superman. He called himself Superman. No, Dwight However, Howard. If I will always see Shaq as Steel. You know how Shaq was in that movie, Steel, I know right? Exactly. One of the worst movies I've ever seen. No offense, Keel O'Neal. I absolutely love you. But you're, but you're a, you're a Steel. Um, uh, Kawhi Leonard. What's Kawhi Leonard superhero? I see him as He's like someone who doesn't talk. Um. Ah, uh, what's the guy? Um, hold on. The guy who like is like super quiet. I don't know what you're talking Heroes. about here. Hold on. <laughs> Let me. Um, real quick. You do yours and I'll do it real quick. I don't know who Kawhi is. Like, he's just got to be kind of like a... There goes the recording device. Yeah, the earthquake. <laughs> I don't know what he is exactly. That's hard to tell. Who's like a silent superhero? Hold on. I think I have, I have someone in mind. Um. I will say that Giannis Antetokounmpo is Plastic Man. Or like Mr. Fantastic or something, because that boy is just gangly. He can stretch and do anything. Ugh. Giannis is Plastic Man. Or Mr. Fantastic. Take your pick. Take your franchise. I think he's going to be, um... He might be the new Superman, which is a big stretch for Plastic Man, but, uh... I think I'm funny. (laughs) I think he's more of a Deathstroke. Kawhi? Kawhi. I can see it. I he's can see it. He's a silent killer. An assassin. Clutch. I like that. What would you give KD? I would say uh, Kevin Durant's like Magneto from the X-Men. Because he's super powerful, but he keeps flipping sides. You know, he used to be a good guy in OKC, and now he's the bad guy, and he's in Golden State. So I say, you know, because he was kind of, he's sometimes a hero, sometimes a villain. I say KD's what did I just say? Magneto. Magneto, yeah. I mean, like, that's Marvel, but... I mean, we can flip back and forth to team franchises. I don't care. Okay. Um, who's KD for you? For me? 
I'm going to have to go with uh, Green Lantern. Green Lantern? Yeah. Why Green Lantern? Because you like well, the way he looks in a CGI green first, suit? The first, <laughs> the first thing that I think of, like, Ke- Kevin Durant's first, po- like, his celebration pose is the point-up, right? Oh! So that's, like, me, like, thinking, like, he's summoning his ring, right? Right. So whenever he goes for a dunk or a three-pointer, just always in because... Mm-hmm. He's freaking okay. Green Lantern. I can oh. also see him being Superman in the sense of he's a mama's boy. Actually, I have a which post. is not a bad thing. I love Kevin Durant's mother. She is an amazing woman. Or Two Face. I could see Kevin Durant being Two Face. Oh, Two Face! That's a good one. I didn't even think about that. We could put villains in this. I didn't even think about that. <laughs> Dang. <laughs> What's Steph Curry, the babyface assassin? Joker. No. Dude, I found this Instagram Jokic post. Jokic is the Joker. That's just Nick. Oh, you're right. Come on now. You're right. I found this. Um, well, let me see if I can find it. There's a post where um, someone took all the the Lakers starting lineup. I mean, mm-hmm. the Warriors starting lineup, and they put them into DC villains. Bane was Demarcus Cousins. Clay Thompson was Doctor Freeze. Draymond Mr. Green, Freeze. Mr. Freeze. Sorry, that's not bad. Um, Steph Curry was Joker. Okay, so that's where you're getting that from. That's okay. where you're getting from. I I'm do sure love the Kevin Durant Two Face one. Dude, that's a good one. No, I might have gotten it from there too. I guess. Yeah. Is there who's really patriotic in the NBA? Patriotic. Is there anybody who's really patriotic? Who's the NBA's Captain America? Is what I'm wondering. Stephen Adams. <laughs> Okay, that's Aquaman. How dare you? Oh, true. Like, he looks like Aquaman. He looks like the guy. You're right. Jason Momoa. He looks just like Jason Momoa. True. But you gotta cast cast an American as Captain America. So no Ben Siemens. No, I don't. No Ben Siemens. um, Oh, Ben Simmons. No Steven Adams. None of those Australians. We need a pure-blooded American. Why were you talking with an accent? I was trying to do an Australian accent. Yeah, that did. Crikey! That did not work out that well. <laughs> Shrimp on the bobby. It's not working, you're right. It's not <laughs> yeah, no, it's not, please. Let's save your reputation. <laughs> what reputation? Fair point. Ouch. That's hard. I don't know who Captain America is. Ah, I know who Captain America is. It's Damian Lillard. Oh, true. Is that is that a thing? I don't know. Damian Lillard just seems like he's a good guy. The good guy of the NBA. I guess eh, that's a hard one to cast. That's a really hard one to cast. Yeah. Bobon is is the Hulk. Oh, <laughs> for sure. Nice. Bobon is definitely the Hulk. Uh, I like this uh, thing that we stumbled down. So out there in the void, if anybody is still listening. Send us your superhero athlete comparisons. Uh, we just focused on basketball. It doesn't necessarily have to be basketball. It can be whatever you want. Uh, just send us uh, names and what you think that person's superhero comparison is, if you want. I think this is a excellent tunnel we've stumbled down. All right, I got, I got one for you. Okay. Antonio Brown. Who's Antonio's superhero, supervillain guy? Let's think. Um, 
Did you guys ever watch the X-Men cartoon in the 90s? No, I didn't. Um, so I did, because, you know, I was born in 1999, so I'm a 90s kid. But <laughs> I actually just kind of ended up watching it on my own. But there was this real joke of a character, this guy who really made me angry. He's at the beginning. Oh, it's Morph. Morph. He, like, morphs into other characters. And he's just kind of the worst in it. Yeah. Like, he, like, morphs into people. He's like, hey, I'm Morph. He's a Morph. He's a real jack wagon. That's who I think he is. Okay. I can see that. Anyway, so, yeah, Antonio Brown is just any jack wagon superhero that wants to be a <laughs> jack wagon, in my opinion. True. Next one. Next one what? No, oh, person. Okay. Or what? Here. Do you got any more, Joey man? Votto. Joey Votto. Joey Votto? Do you not even know who Joey Votto is? Yeah, yeah I know who Joey Votto is. Exactly. But, like, I would just I would not person. have thought that's the name that would have come up. That's a real obscure one. Yeah, um... He's a real obscure superhero. <laughs> Joey Votto's Scarlet Witch. True! He's got that power! <laughs> but, like, no, everyone kind of really forgets about him. That's funny, yeah. That's... Alright, find another one. Everybody's heard his name before. Bryce Harper. Wolverine. No! <laughs> you don't... Oh. Okay. Jackson just okay. Chair, yeah. So Jackson's not sitting on the floor. <laughs> you gotta what the? Okay, so for obviously we're a audio format, so nobody can see what just happened. <laughs> but Jackson just broke a folding like a lawn chair that he was sitting in, and that was absolutely hilarious. <laughs> he just crumbled to the floor. We're a mess. No. We're an absolute mess. I'm so sorry. So, I guess we'll move on. I think that was a sign that the Lord is very upset that we're talking about this. So, let's talk about baseball. I bent it. Spring training has begun. Um, but what teams are you guys excited to see this year? Can't fix it? The Twins. I bet, like, the, the peg. Totally the Cubs, I mean. I mean, yeah, obviously. obviously. I want to see what the Cubs do from a standpoint of they had a very inactive offseason. Correct. Um, there's definitely a lot of talent on that team, but the last two years we've been on a, a, a World Series hangover, and I want to see them pull it back together, you know? Do something special. Jackson, you're the Twins, but why are you excited to see the Twins play? Besides the fact that you're a fan. Oh, my gosh. Don't worry about the chair. Yeah, don't worry about don't the chair. Don't worry about broken. my chair oh, that you broke. It's broken, okay? Forget about it. Well, the Twins, we had high hopes. That's insane. I can't believe we just did that. The Twins, they had high hopes last year, considering that we made some free agency moves. I'm a Twins fan, sorry. That the Twins made some free agency moves. Miguel Sano, Byron Buxton, we had high hopes for them. Mm-hmm. Definitely. They um, disappointed us. Um, then uh, we didn't make it to the playoffs, which was our hope. I just really feel like that we have a lot to prove this season. 
and we are primed to do something good because of the free agency moves that we made. Okay. Getting some pitchers, getting some, uh, who's the utility man from the Astros we just got? Marwin Gonzalez. Yes. So I'm excited to see what they do with him. Joe Mowers finally retired. Uh, Big rip. Long live the king. Rip, <laughs> no. rip in the chat for Joe Mauer. But uh, he served us well. Glad to see him moving on, though. He's a... I know he has some injury issues. He's so. an old... Old, old man. Dude. So, going a little bit younger. Can't wait to see what we do. Mm-hmm. They definitely have a lot to prove. I'll tell you what I'm not excited for. The entirety of the AL Central. Because it's just Cleveland. Oh, it's terrible down there. The Twins oh, are Jackson. a maybe wild card team. And yeah. if that's the second best team in your division, the maybe wild card team, you're not good. Like, your division's yeah. not good. You got three teams that might lose 100 games. That's... So, there are three teams that I'm interested about. The Phillies and the Padres. I really okay. want to know how their big acquisitions actually turn out. Mm-hmm. How does Manny do going back to third base? And... Having the pressure of being that, what was it, 10-year, $300 million deal? Having all that money right. given to him, how does he perform? As well as him with Bryce Harper, the same thing. But as a bigger well contract. He has 13 a years. Lot of, there are a lot of outfielders in Philly right now. Right. So, does he play a lot? Mm-hmm. And if he does, who does he kick out? What do the Phillies do with that extra person? And if they both end up doing mediocre I'm sorry seems like it's a waste of money that's definitely a fair bet those big contracts are a huge risk for teams Uh, one team I'm really excited to see is the Atlanta Braves because the Atlanta Braves just have so much young talent that's up and still coming up and then they've got players like Josh Donaldson who they've just signed um, Ronald Acuna who might become the guy in the outfield for them. Um, Ozzie Albies, who's a solid good player. Mm-hmm. I want to see him take the next step. But that team's just loaded with young talent on both sides, hitting and pitching. I think they're going to be, if not this year, they're going to be special in a couple of years. There's just so much stuff there. They're going to have all those guys coming up, and they're going to trade for some studs, and, oh, the Braves are going to be good. Yeah, I can't wait to see what they do. You got anybody else you're excited about, Jackson? For me, I really want to see... Um, gosh. Oh, it seems like the only people I follow are the Twins, but Byron Buxton. I'm interested to see how he bounces back from an okay year last year. Being sent down to AAA uh, a few times. Can't wait to see if he is still trying to improve because he's an outstanding defensive man. We saw that last year, the time that he played with us without injury. Sorry, not us, the Twins. <laughs> uh, playing with the Twins made some outstanding catches out in the outfield. He just needed to improve on the bats, and that's, I think, what he worked on the most in uh, off season. So, Byron Buxton, you have a lot to prove, as does the Twins. But I can't wait to see you improve. You got, you're going to be a great player if you get your batting up, and the Twins are lucky to have you, and to know, honestly. That's definitely a good point. The Twins are a team. I want to see what they do with it. So, I mean, 
I don't got a lot to much, a lot more to talk about. Anything you guys want to mention before we play a little game before we leave? No, I have one quick question. All right. Favorite MLB mascot. Favorite MLB mascot. TC the bear. Um. My fan bias says Clark the Cub. Yeah. Um, my real opinion is the Philly fanatic because he's a real um, a hole. Yeah, Mr. Red, he's a baseball head. See, there's a lot of baseball heads. There are. Mr. Favorite Man. favorite mascot in all of sports is it gritty or is it not gritty? Because gritty is easily my favorite mascot in all of anything. Is that the Philadelphia Flyers one? Yeah. The crazy one. The one that just looks like the cutest thing you've ever seen. Oh, man. I think, no, I think, yeah, the greatest one would probably be Gritty for me. Because it has the most character. (laughs) How is it not Gritty? That's, like, the real question. How is it, how is it not? You know what I mean? Yeah. Dan, favorite mascot. Favorite mascot. I'm gonna, I'm gonna go with like Wooly Bull or Muddy the Mudcat. Even though to be honest, I'm really scared of mascots. So. Really. Yes. I hated mascots. They got really close to me. I'd run away. I mean, I guess that makes sense. Mascots are. They're terrifying. Yeah, they can be scary. Just like clowns. What like scares clowns. you, Jackson? It scares me? Yeah, what scares you? Being alone. <laughs> I'm scared of birds. <laughs> really? Yes. Birds freak me out, man. They're weird. They're goofy. <laughs> Kinda, yeah. Alright, so now now you got me on this topic. Jackson, I'm not going to ask you a because I know you hate it. If you could be a bird, what type of bird would you be? <laughs> a dead one. <laughs> Death to all the birds. That's right. That's funny. If I was going to be a bird, I would be an eagle. Okay. An American bald eagle. Okay, I respect that. Appreciate that. American bald. I'd be the great horned owl. They're really cool. Are owls technically birds? Yeah. Okay. They're the birds. They're the bird species. Alright. Here's what we're going to do. I have here... A little quiz that I just gave up on and pulled the results up so I could see the results. Sporkle.com. Try it out. Not sponsored, but Sporkle is awesome. Um, The quiz is, can you name the franchises that have won three NBA championships in any period existing at least ten years? The Bulls. Chicago Bulls. There are one, two, three, four... Five, six, one, two, three, four, five, six, seven teams that have done this. Okay. In Bulls. a span of ten years. Chicago Can you Bulls. name the seven teams? Boston Celtics. Two. Um, Ottawa Senators. Basketball. Oh, basketball. I, yeah, we're going maybe to I mentioned it. that. It's only basketball. Um, The Minneapolis Lakers, the nearer thing. The Minneapolis Lakers. Good one. That's three. Nice. Okay. Um, I should actually I should recount and make sure I didn't include. Um. I'll give you the fourth. The other Lakers with them. Oh sweet. I'll just include the Lakers as one. So it's one, two, 
three, four, five, six. So the Lakers are all one. Minneapolis, LA. Okay. You got three of them. Celtics, Lakers, Bulls. Different teams. Pistons? Incorrect. Really? Okay. Not in a span of ten years. Three in ten years. We've got the oldest ones. Now think more modern. Golden State Warriors? Yes. That's four. Um, I have two more. Two more. So the Los Angeles Lakers. The Bucks. The Bucks have not. The Bucks have not. Okay. So Boston. Uh, the Heat. The Heat have. Sweet. And. Is this the last one more recent or more... Your last one is more recent as in it happened in the 2000s. 2000s? Interesting. Um, I guess it's magic. Because they're not the case. Suns? The Suns have not. I'm stumped. We all know it's the Charlotte Hornets, okay? It's It could not be less the Charlotte Hornets, Dan. <laughs> How about the Pelicans? No. The Pelicans are not that team. You're going to kick yourselves if you don't get it. Ten second countdown. No. Rockets. Ten. No. Eight. Raptors. Seven. Six. Hey! The San Antonio Spurs. I totally forgot about them. We're number six. Dang it. Tim Duncan and Tony Parker in their prime. Of course. How dare you forget about them? I'm so sorry. They're very insulting. You should be ashamed, Jackson. I, I don't even I, pay I attention ashamed. to basketball. I'm ashamed. I do pay attention to basketball. No, I don't. Oh, you don't. I know you do. Anything else you guys want to plug before we uh, hit the road then? No, that was fun. Good podcast. Like the superhero. I do love... Thing. I love stuff We like should that. do that for football players next week. Or, <laughs> yeah, next week. I want to see what Jacob thinks of it, because he'll either be really into it or really mad that we did it. Yeah, true. Shout out to Jacob Masick. We know you're not listening. And Joseph Pellegrin. Hey, I know he's listening. Corner. Does he listen he to these? I don't know if he listens to these. Well, this I will... hope he does, because he's on them. This will be the first episode ever without Crohn's Corner. What, real, no, because there was that one where he refused to do it. Well, there's but... always Jacob, and he's always Crohn's Corner. He's always in the corner, and he has Crohn's. So, yeah. Um, Dan, thank you for joining us. Thank you, Dan. That's right. Uh, thank you very much, ladies and gentlemen, for joining us at Absolutely Necessary. Um, we appreciate your continued support. We will not be doing a show this Thursday, no. as we are all on vacation. But we will be back next Tuesday to bring you that good sports news that no one asked for or <laughs> wanted from us. Peace out. Have a good day. Peace. Peace.